Hello and welcome to the Michael versus Jason Horror Podcast featuring Billy. Um, this was this episode six point five. I don't know. We're coming to you live. Well, not when you're listening to this, but while we're recording this, we're coming to you live um, as we're going to record kind of a special episode um, for all our listeners out there um, in uh, podcast land, where we're going to kind of just what we're just going to bullshit a little bit about some of the different music. Genres, shows, movies, soundtracks, soundtracks. kind of just talk about, you know, some of our favorites out there as kind of a little bonus episode. And thank you to everybody that's been out there listening to us. Um, but before we do that, uh, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. I, I didn't know if you guys, uh, what are you, what are you thankful for this year? Maybe we just kick it off with that. I'm, I'll tell you what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that we finally got this podcast up and running that we get to record every single week and joke and laugh about a movie that Bill gets to choose every single week. Um, science fiction movie. That's a science fiction normally <laughs> movie that's non-horror related, but fans out there, eventually Bill will lose and we will get a horror movie. Um, I have no facts Fingers on this. Crossed. I have no facts on this, but I believe it might happen. But, uh, I mean, what are, you, what are you guys thankful for this year? You know, I'm... I'm also very thankful for this podcast. I've been having a lot of fun with that. But most importantly, you know, I'm just very thankful for, you know, seeing my family healthy and all of our families healthy and things like that during these uh, tough times out there. And, you know, being able to still enjoy to do the little things like this. So, you know, that's always a big thing right now, um, especially with the holidays around the corner. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh I'm thankful for you two guys, good friends, family too, um, all our families. You're welcome, really. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'll we take you I'll, I'll take it wherever I can get it. Right. <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm thankful. No, seriously. I mean, we're we're all family. I mean, and that's one of the reasons we're doing what we're doing, and we like what we're doing. Um, I'm thankful for the roof over my head, good family, good friends, and everything else. I mean. Without this, I mean, life's been pretty mundane without this, too, you know? So, Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I do like getting out. I mean, this is a highlight. We do. We we practice social distancing here, too. So, um, Yes, we do. You know, it's it's all good. I mean, I'm having fun. Um, and you know what the best thing is? Like, for the listeners out there, since they can't really see us, Bill does wear a mask. It's called his face. <laughs> I feel like he practiced that all week, and it just... Didn't it fell on deaf ears? It just didn't hit. Yeah, yeah. I I need crickets. Let's go. <laughs> I I uh, even our even our fake audio crickets they get tired yeah. after. An put it, episode put of it this podcast. way: we could put the ball in the softball tee, and he's only going to hit it about six inches. Yeah, I there's a joke to be made there. I'm not going to make it right now, but um, <laughs> uh, you know I will say here's one tidbit. So each week, guys, each week. Bill and Jason are always drinking, but this week, <laughs> Mikey's drinking too. All three of us are drinking. Um, so what, Bill? Mike's what you, got what his you, Mike's got his milk out, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Listen, it's uh, it's alcoholic milk though. No, the Bill. What what are you drinking this week? Uh, this week I brought for uh, Jason and I, and if you like to partake, it's in the it's in the fridge. Uh, Breckenridge Christmas Ale. Some good shit. It's some very good shit. And See, Bill, you the I, I man. Can't, I I can't do Christmas ales. I what's funny is I like I like uh you know the cinnamon and you know different like tones that go into beer, but I don't like Christmas ales. This one here is different though, man. And they're way too strong for me. I'm surprised you like any kind of beers or anything, to be honest, because I mean anything that doesn't require a sippy cup is just kind of Yeah, but you can sip on a beer. But it gets so warm after like ten minutes, dude. What's the point? He I'm drops. To, I'm he, to, he drops ice cubes in it. What the fuck? You can't. He waters it down. <laughs> Listen, what a, I'm drinking Stone. Uh, you can't even read it because it's upside it's, down. It's Buena. Well, well, Listen, it's lime and salt lager, all right? And it's from Stone. It's and Buena it's Vesa really lager, okay? Oh, I should have looked at the box. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's right been. over there, man. Buena Vesa lager. It's, it's very good. It's not Festivus for the rest of us or whatever you guys are drinking, but... Uh, now, I, did, yeah. I did drink the Festivus uh, from Market Garden Brewery. Very good. That's good. Some very good, good shit. Stuff. And uh, actually, earlier today, I did uh, 
um, uh, Triple Dog Dare from Great Lakes Brewery. I want to try that. So it's very good. It's nine yeah. percent alcohol per volume. Too. I love that. So a little bit of day drinking for you. Yeah, it, it, dude, it's been that. It's been that kind of day already. Um, Every day is that kind so, of day. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So, so it, at this point, if you can't tell, we are from Northern Ohio at this point. So we're mentioning a couple breweries. No, the Breckenridge. They are out of Colorado, though. So yes, and you know, I like the you know from from Southern Ohio, Rheingeist. Uh, their dads. Uh, Phenomenal. I, I've not mm. gotten in the Rheingeist, but I like hear it their, is good. Their so. dad's phenomenal? Is that a type of beer? I just oh. didn't know if you know family members. Damn. No, it's their uh, Christmas. <laughs> well, no, I, I'm not trying to. You just said their Rheingeist, their dad. I mean, it's the it's what I normally drink like the last three weeks during our podcast. Maybe we'll start no. telling everybody what we're drinking as we're doing it. So we I can, should. So I can say Why I'm not, having a, a Coca-Cola and you guys can talk about Hey, we're whatever. always, Jay and I are always drinking a good beer. So Or bourbon. Or bourbon. <laughs> but th- this week, I joined you in it, so I just thought I would point it out. And mine is like, so Stone is from California, I believe, but it's like a nice summer lager because anybody that knows me, I despise really any season outside of Yeah, summer. Mike Mike wears about 40 layers of clothes even during the summer for mm-hmm. those that you know want and then during him, so, and, and then yeah. during the summer, he probably weighs a, wears about four or five layers of sunscreen too. Listen, there's no so. such thing as non thermal season. That's what I've learned, <sighs> and it protects you. Listen, I I'm dropping jewels. <laughs> I'm dropping jewels for you guys very early in the podcast. And once again, I've I've already said it once, but I'll say it again. You're welcome. And if you're listening out there, you're welcome as well. Uh, maybe I should start a separate podcast where I just <laughs> give life lessons. And tips. <laughs> the biggest life lessons for you listeners, don't listen to Mike's life lessons. Yeah, please don't. Listen, I, I believe, what did, what did the kids <laughs> say? Haters gonna hate. Um, hey, don't hate the game, or don't hate the player, hate the game. See, hate, that, there truth, you go. Very so, true. So Right, right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I guess we should, you know, it is a music episode. We should probably talk about music, and I mean... I think everybody out there that's listening to this, uh, you've you've watched a movie where move you know the music's made a difference. You've watched you know where it's positive or negative, um, but we're gonna kind of dive into you know some of the the cool different genre. I won't say genre because we're only focusing on one genre. This is what happens when I drink. But we're gonna focus on you know maybe some of the scores, some you know uh, uh, different songs that were made for movies. But I guess I wanted to get your guys's take on. You know, just how important music is in movies. Oh, music is, it's one of the big uh, X factors, I would say. Um, because there are times where you, you get a silent part of the movie and yeah, it's kind of intense. But then you get that, just that one chord of music that kind of, shit, something's going to happen. Um there, there are a lot of phenomenal music scores for movies, but then you also have the soundtracks, you know, that go that tie right into the movies themselves, right. and, yeah, and yeah. go from there. No, agree. And I mean, if you kind of think about it too, I want you like, and this is for all you listeners out there, like, I want you to think about one of your favorite horror movies, and I want you to think about it silently, like, no, just. You know, dialogue between the characters. No, like, let's take Halloween for example. John Carpenter's Halloween. I mean, the Halloween music—probably some of the most famous music in the entire world when it comes to horror movie themes. Right? Go through Halloween, Halloween to any of those. Take all the music out of the movie, and I promise you, not even really rated, even maybe a horror movie at that point. Because yeah. it takes a because the music directs you through a movie. I, I it mean, guides you. It's 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 like a guide. Oh yeah, I'm 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 not even I'm not even. We're, we're here talking about the horror movies, but any great movie has a great soundtrack. Um, mm-hmm. Last night I just happened to be watching The Dark Knight. That movie there with its soundtrack with Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that pulls you in. Mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer is one of the best, and yeah, he's he he's done a couple horror movies too quite a few oh yeah yeah um when, when we talk about scores horror mm-hmm. movie scores can we all agree or no like i i mean halloween is the best horror movie score of all like in my book it's the best horror movie score of all time can we all agree on that 
I agree 100%, but I think there's definitely some other ones, I think, that are right there with it. Oh, yeah. Um, but but do you... The, Bill, do you agree? Like, I mean, uh, I, Halloween... Halloween is... I mean, you get that that sound and you're immediately drawn in. Um, what, another one another one for me is the aspect of uh, um, Jaws. That's another that's another iconic one that man when, once you once you hear that it draws you right in. Um it's that lead up. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's that it's the build up. The and build just... up and the build up. Absolutely. Yeah, so for me Jaws is um Jaws is one of those generational ones mm-hmm. where it doesn't matter age, oh, yeah. you know, my kids know about it, my parents know about it. Um and anytime you hear that dun dun, I mean, you exactly know What's what's about to happen? I mean, people oh, yeah. use it as just for fun when you go to the beach. Oh yeah, yeah, very so. true, very true. Yeah, and, and you know, it's it's great that we talk about that because you know that is why music is so important in these movies. Whether it's you know the um, actual you know sa- uh, sounds of the movie, or whether it's a soundtrack, or mm-hmm. uh, even you know with some of our '80s movies with the you know, heavy metal soundtracks and things like that that yep. actually became very popular. That is what makes a movie go from like this level to the next. Yeah, and it's oh, really important. Oh, most definitely, it's extremely important. I mean, music is so much, so much part of uh, the movie itself. I mean, you eliminate some of the scores. I mean, you mm-hmm. got you got a C movie, not a B movie, or even an A movie. Well, th- that was so, and we talked about it, I think, on a previous podcast, but um, the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. So John Carpenter filmed the movie, um, they trialed it to audiences, and it bombed. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Nobody liked it. He went home that night and just spent a little time on the piano and came up with just the, I mean, the yeah. the Halloween theme. They went back. I think they made maybe a couple, you know, yeah. edits here or there. They went back to, um, you know, probably different audience. I doubt it was the same one. But now that that music was in there, people were fainting, and it was the scariest movie and everything. Mm-hmm. Like people didn't think the movie was scary; they thought the music was scary, and then oh, that yeah. added to the elevation of what was happening. In right, the movie. And, and let's 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 think about with Halloween two the how iconic the beginning sequences of Halloween one and two with the pumpkin. You know, yeah. and, and the Halloween music playing. So, you know, you take that aspect away from like movies like that, and it, it kind of like takes away. You know, and you kind of think of um, was it Charles Bernstein with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Mm-hmm. You know, that was another one that you know when Wes Craven made Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger was a very scary character in his own element yeah. in the original Nightmare. I mean, that was like its own thing. But then you put in the dun 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 dun, you know, and add, there, that, and add that to it, man. Yeah, Damn, it just like, takes it to that next level. Raises the hair on your arms, yeah. man. Or the nails on your fingers. There you go. There you go. Listen, I Friday. Uh, I'm sorry, Friday Thirteenth. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street is is classic. Mm-hmm. Like just and how Iconic. simple is that? Yeah. Like just that quick little and, piano thing. And, and and that's the crazy thing with the music from a lot of these movies. Like Friday the Thirteenth, for example, uh, Harry Manfredini. Uh, he took uh, Pamela Voorhees. Uh, what was her name? Uh, her character, or well, Pamela Voorhees. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who played her, but because I'm having a brain, you know what? Right brain now. fart, right? Brain now. fart. But Christmas beer, Christmas beer. <laughs> but uh, he got the whole. Ch- 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 it, it's when she was saying kill. To kill for mom, kill, 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 mom, 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 mom. That's yeah. where they got the Friday third, and and then the whole series after that, yeah. you know, you know, and the music came. It's just you know, it's 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 what makes these movies, yeah, what I mean, they are. You take that music away from a lot of those movies that that we love today, mm-hmm. and guess what? No, no, we're not talking what, about them right no. now. No, I mean a, a good movie soundtrack. Wait, wait, hold on, a good movie score. I mean, because scores. The orchestral part of uh, mm-hmm. of the movie. If you don't have a good score, I mean, there's a lot of movies that wouldn't be where they're at now. Um, Psycho, yeah, dude, that that there is one of the groundbreaking movies. You take that, 
take that music out of there. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean you don't have half well, the half of what that movie was, right? And and Bernard Harmon, who did the score for Psycho, he did quite a few other movies like like Cape Fear and the It's Alive series and mm-hmm. things like that. So you know, and those movies are all like in that same kind of genre where it kind of takes you to you know um, the guessing moment. Mm-hmm. You know, like Psycho with the shower scene that was like oh, yeah. the big thing with that. Then you got Cape Fear with. You know, come out, come out wherever you are, you know, yeah. and things like that. So it's like all these like different, you know, elements. Oh, and yeah. like he was just really good with finding that tune to kind of just take it to that level. Well, it, and, and it, I mean, it, it goes to show that like there are scores and then there are just like the sound effects. Like, oh, hell and, yeah. And, and like Psycho is one of those where like the score is good, but it's a lot of it's that. The we 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 you know it's a it's a exactly. sound effect exactly and that cuts in it's at like the a right pig. moments in time. <laughs> Maybe you should hold back on that milk. <laughs> do do pigs drink milk? Do we want to explain nah, this? Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear your explanation. Yeah, well, no, because we were talking about the milk earlier with him drinking beer. I know. Oh, but you said, God, really? But he was like, yeah, "Never mind." Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just it's, an, it's another Jason. Um, <laughs> Continue. No, but like, I, yeah, it's it's the sound effects that that come to me. But I, I will say one other, um, you know, theme that we haven't touched on that's iconic: The Exorcist. Definitely, I got tubular it right. Bells. I got it written down right here, man. The tubular bells. I mean, I can't hear this in anywhere nowadays no. without thinking of that movie. I mean, it's still I, eerie and creepy to me. Another um, one, Mike, another one, Mike Goldfield, right? Uh, I do believe so. Mike Goldfield, is it if you say so, yeah. I have no clue. Um, yeah. But another one for me, The Shining. You know, I wrote that down That's as a good well. One. The so, hard I mean, piano keys. Yeah, and, and it, it, you know. it kind of it drags you in. It's like, here you go. You and, I, and I'll tell you what, I didn't find The Shining um, to be that scary of a movie or, you know, it's it's more cerebral. Yeah, but, it was annoying. But those piano keys. Like Alien. Are, you know, they, they do aid that movie. Because yeah. you take that away and you put something else in there and it's just, it's, it's. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's not anything for me. No. So, yeah. um, but my thing is this is one of the one of the greatest things about we're talking about music is yes, you have your score, but we are all a little bit older, and it goes into the soundtracks of the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I myself, I like hard rock, heavy metal. Yeah. Always have, you and always I both. will. All right, you and I both. Um, and for me. Hard rock, heavy metal is synonymous with horror movies. I mean, there are so many movies that implement that hard rock, heavy metal into them that, you know, some of the greatest soundtracks come from, you know, movies from the late 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. I mean, yes, there's there's some that are out now that have that great sound to them, but heavy metal is and hard rock is definitely synonymous with the horror movies. So... I mean, that, that, I guess that takes us to the to to another subject here of songs that were made specifically for movies or inserted in movies that oh, help yeah. aid in that. Oh, excuse me, there. So, like Rob Zombie, obviously, over the last couple of years has you know really taken into that space. But for you guys, what are what are some key? songs or you know key you know you say heavy metal here, here but it go. could be anything I, I'll, I'll say mo- some of the movies i'll, I'll go start with the movies because then we'll one di- then we'll kind of go you know to some of the movie you know particulates or exact songs i mean 1986's trick or treat is a big movie for a lot of hard rock songs in it fast way yes um yeah they did the whole soundtrack for it yeah um Another big one, uh, 1987's Lost Boys, has a very hard rock ish, you know. Yeah, soundtrack. but in, in, yes and no. So if you look at the Lost Boys soundtrack, there's a lot of. I mean, you got the Doors. You got there's they mix it up quite yeah, a it, bit. It, but I don't it, think the Doors actually did the song in the movie. They did People Are Strange. Yeah, I, People I are thought strange. it was. I yeah. thought it was a remake of that no, song. No, no, it was that's the Doors. The doors. Okay. That's People yeah. Are Strange. I mean, but it's, I love. It, I love that song in the movie. But yeah. but still, it's rock and roll. You know, like I said, rock right, and roll. But it's it's not. Heavy metal. It's I'm not just, heavy metal. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. I'm not saying it's just heavy metal. I'm saying rock and roll. You know. You well, know. Heavy well, metal. we also what were we listening to before we started the podcast? Uh, was it Cry Little Sister? 
Yeah. I think we were listening to apparently Marilyn Manson made a remake, but it was yeah. uh, what Gerard, Gerard, Gerard McMahon, McMahon or whatever. Yeah. Like for me, when I think of when I think of Lost Boys, and mm-hmm. I love Lost Boys. Oh yeah. Like that song sticks that in my head. Kill. Yeah, I love I mean, that. It's oh, such yeah. a, it's such an iconic thing. And then the people are strange with that too. But like Lost Boys, you don't think of like I guess I don't think of immediately. Um, you know, with the music, and then when I go back and look through oh, the yeah. stuff, I'm like, holy shit. And, yeah. and, and you know it's crazy too. So, if you kind of look at like, like let's look at the Lost Boys for a second mm-hmm. with uh, "Cry Little Sister." Yeah, like just you know with the kids singing in that chorus of yeah. that song, it, it puts chills oh, right yeah. through your bones as you're watching this movie. Oh yeah, and and it's kind of cool because every single time um, throughout the movie, when there's something major that's going to happen with you know Kiefer Sutherland's character and all these vampires. They play that song in the background a little bit, or you hear like the instrumental version oh, yeah. of that playing in the background, and, and that's huge. And it's such a great song. Oh yeah, such a great song. And Marilyn Manson's version is actually pretty good too. If you yeah. want the harder version of it, yeah, and it's that's yeah. only a couple years old now. Too. Yeah, only two years old. Yeah. What other um, what other songs were made for movies that that rocked your world? So I there's a couple that were really big for me. Um, probably my all-time favorite uh, comes from Friday the 13th Part 6. Uh, our boy Alice Cooper. Um, man Behind he, the Mask. He's back, the man behind the mask. And he also did Teenage Frankenstein for yes. that movie. Yes. Um, but that song is actually iconic because not only is it Alice Cooper, but I, so I'm going to tell a story. So Go and for it. I, I'm sure you know when uh, when Dad listens to this, you know he's going to remember this because this goes back to him. So... Way back when, when you know, Mike and I were little, you know, and Friday Thirteenth Part Six just came out. So, my dad used to um, put tapes into the um, stereo and record the radio station overnight just to get pick up different songs, things like that that he might not have heard or whatever, so he can go buy his with his CDs and stuff. So, um, knowing that you know, big Friday Thirteenth fan, obviously, right here. Um, he came to me the one day and he's like, uh, "You're gonna love what I was able to find last night on when I recorded, and it happened to be Alice Cooper. She's back, the man behind the mask, and you know I've heard it from the movie, but I never really listened to it because in the movie they just play excerpts of it, and when I sat there and listened, I swear to you, I sat there and played it over." And over and like dad would always come up like where's my tape because I'd always keep stealing it and, and listening to it. Here you go, a little bit of trivia behind that. That movie came out in '86 mm-hmm. and it came out on the soundtrack. A lot of people didn't buy up that soundtrack, but you mentioned uh, uh, Teenage Frankenstein. Teenage Frankenstein, along with that song, did not come out until 1989. On Alice Cooper's Constrictor album. Constrictor album. Yep. So, so there's, there's yep. a little bit of there's a little bit of time in between the movie and his release mm-hmm. of his, his of his album. Yeah, because he wanted he there. wanted to put more out with that. Oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I mean, he put out a, he put out a righteous album. I love Alice Cooper. Right. So, and then the other one that I absolutely well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I say I, I want to touch on just that Alice Cooper because uh, you guys know, but the listener probably has no idea. Like. Heavy rock and stuff like I like certain songs of it, but mm-hmm. it, where it's your genre, yeah. it's not really my my genre. But Man Behind the Mask is probably my favorite Alice Cooper song, which is probably blasphemy to Alice Cooper fans. <laughs> um, but I'm not like the biggest. I like Alice Cooper music, but Man Behind the Mask was like I think what really introduced me to Alice Cooper, and to this day. Hands down, my favorite Alice Cooper song. Yeah, he also did. I, and now that I think about it, he actually had a third song in that movie, "Hard Rock Summer." Yeah, yeah. I just it just hit me. So yeah, he actually I mean, he, did have. Yeah, quite I mean, he, a had, few songs he had a, he had yeah. like you said the three, um, mm-hmm. but like all three of them didn't come out until that album. Yeah, till yeah. that album for him, which was great for him because that album actually really took off. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I agree, Mike. Like he's back to man behind the mask, and that's and it's just chilling, but. The second uh, song that I was talking about that is probably iconic to me was Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3's Dream Warriors, uh, Dokken. Mm -hmm. Dokken, probably one of my favorite hair metal bands from back in the 80s to begin with. But uh, the Dream Warriors uh, song was phenomenal. The music video, just almost as good as, you know, with the man behind the mask, but iconic. 
wasn't uh, Vinnie Vincent's invasion on uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three? Uh, four. Okay. Love kills. Yeah. Love kills. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's just Nightmare on Elm Street is, uh, I'll say, a breeding ground of good rock and roll. You know? uh, I think a lot of those were back actually yeah. in the eighties. I mean, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it it it's kind of kind of goes to say with a lot of those movies back in the day. How do you think that works? Do you think that they just come to the band, or you a, know, like a lot I, of them, a lot of them did actually? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, but back in but back then, I mean, seventies, eighties, nineties, even in early two thousands. I mean, like I said earlier, hard rock, heavy metal you know, is very synonymous with the the horror genre of, of filmmaking. Um there's so many there's so many soundtracks. I mean I I grabbed a handful of them and listed them that you know we'll get to them. But there's so many well that were hey, now, now's the time. Like what do you I mean I, you? I I mean I've got uh 1989 shocker. Um they had a bunch of artists do songs there. Uh, the Night Around Elm Street Part Three. That's another iconic one. Um, the Lost Boys. Fright Night had a bunch of people on there. Um, Fright Night. Wasn't that Jay Giles band? Um, they were the they were the main artists on that. Yeah. But they had there's there's a couple other artists. Right. Um, uh, Nineteen eighty eight. Uh, the movie is called Black Roses. Mm-hmm. Um, there's multiple bands on there. Um. And the movie itself was, okay, we are a rock band, it, you know, developed into, you know, what it is. I'm not, I can't give any plot details away, but the songs that were made for the soundtrack are the songs that the band that was created in the movie are playing. Um, um, Hard Rock Zombies from 1985. I mean, that's, you know, there's a lot of songs and bands in that one. Right. Too. And you also have, you know, uh, Iron Maiden. Yeah, the Iron Maiden. You know they. You know the Wicker Man. Oh yeah. Um, I think they did. Uh, was it Flash of the Blade for Phenomena or mm-hmm. Phenomenon or whatever? Yeah. And they did Phantom of the Opera. So you know, and they're iconic. And you know, so that you know, we talk about. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Wasp. Oh yeah. You like Wasp? Oh yeah. Wasp has got a. Yeah, the they did too. Uh, Ghoulies too. Soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. I usually try to kill them. I'm not a fan. Um, the cramps. Yeah, I mean, I mean, heck, look at uh, 2007's Halloween. Almost the whole soundtrack is Rob Zombie. Um, not only that is you go to House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, that's all Rob Zombie. Um, well, that's just smart marketing. Yeah, I'm oh, Rob yeah. Zombie. Like oh, I don't no, have to pay not- anybody. In fact, maybe he pays himself for licensing, oh. which is even better. But yeah. he gets his music and he gets it in a movie. You have Dracula 2000, made in 19, or 2000. Um, 1998, Strangeland with uh, D. Snyder. D. Snyder was in and there. And yep. there's a handful of bands that contributed to that one. Oh, yeah. That's um, a great, that's a good movie, too. Um, um, was it Mr. Howdy? Yes. That, well, that's a Twisted Sister song. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, the Crow. I mean, not that kind of borderlines. On, that's right up your line. Of that's right up your alley. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Return of the Living Dead, Scream. I mean, just I mean, I'm just giving you a handful of them. Well, that was I the mean, Cramps. Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but dude, there's surf, there's surf surfing, Nazis. surfing dead. Uh that that I couldn't tell you exactly the st- the tunes and stuff like that. But but yeah, I mean, it, it just there yeah, are surfing dead. That's, yeah. Um. But for me, one of the, one of the most iconic movies may not be the greatest movie. Maximum Overdrive. ACDC did the whole soundtrack. For who that. made who? So yeah. Um, but you got Slumber Party Massacre. All three of them doesn't matter which one. There's bits and pieces. There's oh, they're all the same. I, yeah. I, so I'm I'm gonna jump in because I, uh, I. Slumber Party Massacre 2 is a movie that I just honestly revisited um, recently because it was on Shudder, uh, Joe Bob's driving, mm-hmm. he did uh, Slumber Party Massacre 2. So I'm like, oh man, I haven't seen the Slumber Parties in a while. Oh my god. Like, I, it's it's really one long music video, <laughs> Yeah, but I 
I don't like any of it, but it is just nonstop. Off, but off, it's that 80s. Yeah, yeah, all three of them. I thought that the was fun way. with the driller killer having a <laughs> driller killer guitar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, the premise of that is yeah. nice. But like him, like legitimately, when I'm watching a movie, the last thing I want is like a three, four minute music video of him chasing people around. Hey, uh, but if you think, if you equipment. think about it, though, that three to four minute thing is as much as we saw of the alien and aliens. Mm hmm. It's, I feel like it's still too soon, at least for us. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right, you know, but I mean, but in general, though, um, there are a lot of iconic soundtracks out there, um, and and there will be more iconic soundtracks coming out in the future too. And, and you know what I like about a lot of the soundtracks today is kind of like with like what Rob Zombie does with. His movies, not just putting like the songs that he develops, like, you know, with House of a Thousand Corpses, mm -hmm. you know, probably one of the most famous songs from that album uh, is Pussy Licker. Mm -hmm. And probably to this day, one of my all time favorite Rob Zombie songs. Mm -hmm. And but what I love about a lot of the soundtracks that are coming out today is the mix and match. Yeah. You know, trust me, Bill, you and I, huge hard rock, heavy metal oh, guys. Yeah. We we love our heavy metal we talk about it all the time. Yeah. There's nothing better. But I do love a soundtrack that, you know, kind of like The Lost Boys, what we were talking about, brings in like The Doors. Yeah. You know, I Doors are probably one of my top three favorite bands of all time. So bringing in like some of the, because, you know, you, you, you have an audience out there now that they respect so much. Yeah. And when you have a soundtrack for a movie, you want to mix it up so that way it brings in all different kinds of people that enjoy the music you know the 80s was huge for hard rock heavy metal because that was 80s metal back then mm -hmm. that to this day is still iconic yeah it worked for that but you look at a lot of those movie soundtracks today uh some of these movies that you watch now on uh shutter or uh netflix or any of those like some of the modern horror lifetime lifetime <laughs> Whatever. The fact, that, oh, the fact yeah. that you just repeated that. I, yeah, I damn. Yeah, I was I was on a roll here, and you just kind of like you yeah, know you killed my momentum, man. I yeah. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, Mike watches Lifetime horror movies. And yes, think, oh, wait, wait, wait. The the horror will be pronounced or spelled a lot differently. Listen, Halloween three with was a, on the, with a W. Ha Halloween and three, an R E. Actually, it's an H O R E. Ha Halloween three was on there recently. <laughs> All right, crickets. crickets. Yep. All right. So, <laughs> so listen, um, I, when you, you're, you're talking, you're talking about different, uh, different genre, like mix and match, you know, albums. Yeah. So I wanted to throw out two of my favorite horror songs because they're not like that hard rock. Man Behind the Mask would definitely be up there, but one, um, and Jay, you and I talked about this recently, but uh, Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, A Nightmare on My Street. Oh is yeah, probably yeah, about that. probably my favorite of all time. Um, Bill, have you ever heard Nightmare on My oh, Street? Oh yeah, I, no, I've heard it. I've, I've watched all the movies, so I know what the Nightmare on My Street is. It, well, Nightmare on My Street is not in any. I, of the I know, yeah, but I know. but but I get the premise. I understand. I like Will Smith. Don't get me wrong. I do like hard rock, heavy metal. That is that's my forte. But I love everything. I, I listen to country, classical, rap. You name it, I, I listen I, to everything. I will tell you, there somewhere out there, there is a video um, I did of a ta at a talent show where I rapped out the entire Nightmare on My Street, and I had a, like a Freddy Krueger come out and attack me at the end, and I had like the DJ Jazzy Jeff like asleep in his bed that gets attacked at the end. Um, I love that song so much. Uh, Jay, and they also have uh, from the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Wasn't uh, didn't the Fat Boys? Do was it the Fat Boys that did a a no, not the Fat Boys. It was um, there was another rap group, uh, mm -hmm. very famous back then that did uh, they did the the movie the order or the orderlies. They were the star of the movie the orderlies. Yeah, was the Fat Boys. It was the Fat Boys. Okay, yeah. they did a Nightmare on Elm Street song. Uh, you know what? I, 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 they did I, a Nightmare on Elm Street I song. I briefly remember this, yeah. but I, I mean, can't. I can't recall. I, mean, it. I can't remember what it was called, but they did a. And it was an actual music video, and it actually was on a soundtrack for one. I think it was part three. It, it may have been. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that you're not going to have other genres of music on the soundtracks. I'm just saying 
hard rock heavy metal is more synonymous. Oh, it's, it's way I more mean, synonymous. I mean, I mean, but and don't get me wrong, is if it's a good song, I'm gonna listen to it, it regardless of genre. That, that so. has that has no bearing. Like I was just saying, because he was saying like the mix and match. So some of these, I will tell you one other song, and it's not even for a horror movie whatsoever. Is do you do you have the song? Yeah, it, it yeah. So it was actually a Nightmare on Elm Street four. So it goes with Love Kills from Vinnie Vincent Invasion, but mm-hmm. it was called Are You Ready for Freddy? And it actually had Robert England uh, rapping in the video with them. Yeah. I, I briefly... I briefly I, I, that's what I'm saying. I briefly remember that. Yeah. But, but uh, you, you mentioned Robert England. Did you hear he's going to be on the new season of uh, Stranger Things? I did. Stranger Things 4. Oh, I'm Robert England. I am too. I'm excited I'm ready, Robert England. So, so am I. But hey, I'm sorry. Getting off subject here. Getting no, off subject. Uh, so... One other song that I really, really like that is not, I mean, it's, it's horror song related, but it's, I, I can't think of, maybe Jay, you, maybe you know if it's in a movie, but the most unlikely person to put out, Weird Al Yankovic, Nature Trail to Hell. Nature Trail to Hell. Never heard it. I can oh, honestly oh, say I've never heard it. Oh, great song. No, so I, I couldn't even tell you if it's on a movie or not. Yeah. Great so. song. I don't, I don't think so. it is, but Nature Trail to Hell is... <laughs> It's 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 Weird Al, but it's like a really it's just a good classic yeah. song. It um, it really is, and it's, it's, it's one of his originals too. It's not like a parody yeah. of anything that's out there, except for the fact that he totally does a parody of true legit eighties uh, camp. Yeah, it's it's horror I, movies. I think it was there based off of I mean, a Friday the Thirteenth. Absolutely, you know, coming to the theater. It's Weird Al, so it's got to be good. It was fun. It's a great song. I love but, Weird Al. So. But uh, you know, when I, I was thinking about yeah, music. When I was thinking about music, for some reason, that song just kept jumping out to me because that's one of those songs that I just listen to, you know, every so often anyway, because I like the song. Yeah, and, and there's another one. I'm actually, and I don't know if this is any, I don't think it's in any horror movie, but if we're going to talk about it, there's one song from back in the 60s, couple songs actually that are very frightening to me. So like Bill's every era. time I hear it. Yeah, Bill's there. So one, I'm, I'm remember, not, I'm not that old. Sorry, guys. I think it was the, the group's called the Classic four but the song spooky never heard of it great I, song remember I, I was born in 70 not the 60s bro you you know this song though but it's it's it, every time i hear it gives me i'm just going off your movie picks uh-huh. um and uh house of the rising sun i don't know if that's deemed as a horror song obviously it's not because it's about a gambler but like Every time I hear those songs, I just it gives me goosebumps. I just had to bring that up, so I'm sorry. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks for sharing. Yeah, hey, there you uh, go. But it, the reason I am bringing that up though is because it, it it goes with the genre, like the organ and House of Rising Sun. To me, is very spooky. Mm-hmm. It brings on its own element. Uh, spooky, you know, it's a very um, scary song it, yeah. it it really you know and for back in the day you know it i would see what's where so it what's have, so spooky about it it's just the the lyrics and just the way he sings the song things is like it, that is I it, think it's, it's, it's hard to sleep at night after you listen to no it. Just, <laughs> no no i mean so i i will tell you one thing i i like recently that's more of a trend probably in the last maybe seven years and it happens more on video games than anything, but they've started to incorporate this into movies, is they'll take an old song and they slow it down, make it creepy for like a horror show or a horror movie. So let mm-hmm. me give you a couple examples. Um, so have you guys seen the movie Us? Yeah. Jordan Peele? Yep. No, I have not. Okay. So uh, shocker. They took, <laughs> they took, yeah, it's about, it's about 50 years too late for you, but they took, um, <laughs> they took, I got five on it by the loonies. And then they slow it down, they make the music like creepier than ever, and then they add it to the movie. Or um, they just did it with Motley Crue's Home Sweet Home um, for The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is now on Netflix, which is a horror show. Kind of, I guess it's more drama horror, but um, they took Home Sweet Home and then they slowed it down drastically. They make it creepier and they have it like in the previews and stuff like that. I love... That they're starting to incorporate. You used to see it in video games a lot, where they'd steal like an old song from the past and redo it and slow it down. I love it. You guys look at me like I'm crazy. No, I'm. I actually agree with you because you know, and it's kind of like what we were just talking about earlier with uh, Marilyn Manson redoing um, "Cry Little Sister." You know, it it was a little heavier, but he, with his voice, he, he, it kind of brings it down to that, like that. 
creepier, you know, level in, in some sort. I, I absolutely agree with you there because I think that's really cool how they do that. And that, that is a type of a thing that they're doing right now. Yeah. But when you when you put something like that just in the preview, like it just first off, it gets my excitement because it, it gives you the nostalgia of the old song. But like just the way they do that, like it, it makes me want to watch the movie. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've heard a couple. Um, I know I can't remember the name of the song, but. They did. They redid a Metallica song with a female, like operatic. Sing. They're singing it mm-hmm. with. They they change all the guitars and drums to organ music, and it's a very eerie sound to it. And but I understand and I get what you're saying. And I I wish I could remember the movie or actually even video game that they put it to, but with what they did to it. It just like it's a it's a holy shit moment because you know you're you're used to hearing it one way and you hear it the other way, and with it slowed down with the 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 score that's going with the 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 lyrics, it does add an eerie part to that music that you didn't get before. Yeah, I, I they just did that with um well I won't say just like a couple years ago it was Creep by Radiohead mm-hmm. and they had like this children's opera choir singing it and they put it to a movie and it's just like it gives you chills you know yeah. what I mean yeah. like watching that yeah. and you're like man I... but that just goes back to like what I was talking about with House of the Rising Sun you know you know the song oh yeah every time you hear the organ start playing you you get goosebumps automatically because it's just that eerie creepy feeling even though the song has nothing to do with horror movies scariness or anything like that like i said it's about a you know a gambler basically if i'm not mistaken and but every time you hear the organ and how slow the song is and how slowly it's played it gives you goosebumps and that's i i think that's a brilliant touch to some of these movies today because obviously the movies we get today are not like a lot of the movies we got back in the eighties, nineties. So you got to do something different. Yeah, yeah. I so I um I know we're talking about movies, but I wanted the the discuss just a little bit. And and Bill, I'm not sure if you have any, but I, Jason and I, you obviously you were with me growing up watching. There's some shows like some horror shows that mm-hmm. were out there that had some unbelievable soundtracks to them. You're smiling. What do you have? Oh no, I I agree. Like I I don't have any of this stuff written down, but now you're gonna bring I, it up. I, I this is this is a good. I, talk I will track. tell you. So like my favorite growing up as a kid, and Bill, I'm not sure if you ever watched this, but there was a show called probably the, not. There was a show called The Hitchhiker, and it was basically yeah, it was know, based I off know, the movie I, Hitchhiker, I, I, but it was um uh, it, Paige no, Fletcher. No, 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 no. Paige it was, Fletcher. It was not off the movie it was, The Hitchhiker. It's the movie The Hitcher. The Hitcher. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was on HBO. Yeah. No, it was I get on you. HBO. And that music. That plays in the background used to scare the shit. Now I was young, but it used to scare the shit out of me as a kid. And then it go into it was like an episodic, like different episodes each week. You know, of like Mm -hmm. some different Different story. It was like a tales from the crypt. Yeah, like a different tale. I mean, I mean, just we're just. I I just brought up Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. Look at the soundtrack for Stranger Things. The the theme to Stranger Things is phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I I love it. But yeah, you take you just take the songs. from that. I mean. That's a, that's a soundtrack in itself. Yeah, my um, my favorite from back then was the uh, Friday the Thirteenth the series, and you know there was three glorious seasons of that, and um, I wish there was a lot more. But it was like one of those where um, it was about a um, a novelty shop, shop yeah, like a gift shop uh, yeah. that had cursed items, and every episode they had to go after a cursed item that somebody had out there that was killing people and things but the music to it believe it or not so what probably i will say because there's probably a lot of really good horror fans out there so i'll say about 75 percent of the people on here are probably just thinking about the the intro music for friday the 13th series to me it was the exit music that was Made the show. The exit music for Friday Thirteenth series was a hundred times better than the music for the beginning, and I would recommend most people to listen to it. It's very eerie, and it's it's, it's it, it actually takes what they do today with slowing things down, 
but like even the final like 10 seconds of the of the outro of this is it's it's great so i mean you you're talking that i mean you're going you're going back some time for me i look at the the series tales from the crypt okay um, absolutely yeah it i mean not all the not all the episodes were that scary but they were scary enough in the soundtrack that accompanied them i mean you had a little bit of every genre of music but you knew as soon as you 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 heard the keyboards playing, bringing that that's you know the the intro in and the extra, you know you knew what you were getting. I mean, yeah. it was it was always a good it was yeah. always a good time. As the camera took you through the house, and oh, down yeah. the stairs and yeah, everything, and, just, and then uh, you get and you get the laughing of the crib keeper. Yep. You know? Yeah, and you know what's cool is uh, the the person that did Danny Elfman. Yeah, and Danny Elfman. Cool. Did a lot. Of, I mean, he did. Oh, he's still Bat- doing a lot. Batman. He oh, yeah. did. Uh, and Beetlejuice. There's some Beetlejuice. Yeah. I mean, he did a whole bunch. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. So like, he did horror. a bunch of stuff. But like, you know, he did a great job with that. And then if you don't remember the old, um, what was it? Freddy's Dead. Yeah. Or not Freddy's Dead. Uh, Freddy's Nightmares. Yes. Freddy's Nightmares. Uh, the music for Freddy's Nightmares is actually pretty good too. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I one show that still has unbelievable music to me, horror show. And Bill, I know you couldn't make it through this show. It's my favorite show of all time, Dexter. Um, um, and it has greatest in, shows and it has of all intro time. music and outro music, and I love <laughs> yes. actually the outro music. I like more than the um, intro music. I, I but, agree with you. But uh, either one of them, I love like the Dexter theme is something that I used to just play in my car on the way to places I loved it. Yeah. I I yeah. sorry. I it just it just was one of those series I just for whatever reason I it just it just didn't hook me. If it had reason. robots, I'm sure you'd like it. Uh-huh, right, yeah. You, you know um, you know what the scariest thing as a kid for me though was? The scariest music? Go for it. Were you about to say something Jason? Go uh, ahead. But before you said music, I was when you said the scariest I was going to say look Your face. In the mirror. I know. So it is Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, I just watched that last night. The uh, original. Unsolved, it was on TV. I, I haven't seen any of the new ones. If the, the new, new music, no, 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 no. The, oh, the, 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 the new ones. The new ones have the same music. Yeah, and new the new ones aren't. The, the new ones aren't that bad, actually. I I haven't watched the new ones, but I will tell you, no, as I didn't a say kid, bad on nothing, True TV or something. The old ones are on. Listen, right now. nothing yeah. freaked me out more than when that music would start playing because you're about to watch a bunch of like horrific cases that these people are still out there in the world and I used to like want to watch this but hate to watch it at the exact same time but yeah. that music that went with it scared the bejesus out of me alright you guys are gonna jump on me like a fucking pack of wild dogs right now more than likely alright yes it is 90% science fiction oh you guys say the X-Files yes I fucking knew it. All right, but I will still say this. But it, you're right; it's good. Um, the one episode um, about the the incest family, that music. Oh, you've never seen that episode. I, it's only aired once on uh, regular television. Doesn't surprise me. And it's only aired like four or five times on. Um, God, I can't think of who was who they were playing. I think it was Paramount Network. I, I'm not positive, so don't quote me on that. Um, but it is an episode that's not regularly played. But the music that they had involved in that, that is probably the most scariest episodes of X-Files I've ever watched. Hmm. Um, had my um, wife and children watch it. Jessica and Joey were like, Wow! Holy shit! Mm-hmm. It was that freaky, that scary. <laughs> I, and dude, trust me, if I could find that episode and send you guys a link, it was one of those episodes with the music. Send me the name. I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna oh, yeah. watch it. I, I want, I, I want, want you to send it. that. Ex, I want to see it where oh, it says X Files incest. Um, <laughs> oh, dude! Just for some reason, that's why I was just kind of. That's why I was laughing when you said. Oh, that. It, I was yeah, like, it's yeah. like listen to that specific uh, episode. That goes one right with Alien with incest. <laughs> and goes right with Alien, man. That shit's creepy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that episode is probably the 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 most disturbing episodes. I've well, ever I wonder seen. why you're talking about aliens oh, and incest. Oh, dude, to watch that move that episode, it's dude, it's completely off the reservation, literally. Um, but music wise, it was also 
it was also that episode. Mm-hmm. Music, everything with that, scared up. So, going back on some of these, there's one that we have not talked about yet that I, I'm going to talk about. And when we talk about TV shows, even a couple maybe movies out there, but probably the most iconic of all time is Twilight Zone. Hell yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. I mean, good, good call out. Yeah. I mean, Twilight Zone to me, um, even the movie was really good, but I'll tell you right now, uh, every year uh, they do a Twilight Zone marathon, usually on New Year's Eve, all the way through New Year's Day. Yeah. Most people are watching college football games. Yeah. I mean, I watch my good share of college football games, but I'll tell you right now, I watch the Twilight Zone marathon probably 70% of the time. I, I I absolutely love Twilight Zone. Um, there are a few episodes I think that are beyond iconic, and I'm sure you know one day maybe we'll talk more about them. But um, oh, yeah. the Twilight Zone theme is oh, absolutely yeah. huge. You know, the whole thing that Rod Serling did with oh, yeah. with the stories and things like that are iconic. I just I you just we we can't have a music episode without not talking about Twilight Zone. Oh no, Definitely. or Outer Limits even in that matter. So. Listen, I mean, uh, very good call. I can't even believe that I uh, that I forgot about those. But uh, I mean, that's kind of what I got music wise. I mean, for this episode, I guess if we if we look back at it, and I were to give you guys top three, just I want you guys to go top three, and let's just mix everything right. together. Top three soundtracks or score? I say we do all the above. You get a choice of if you could listen to three, and it could be a song. It could be a score. It could be. It could be from show. Movie. It has to be horror. What would your top three be? So maybe we all go around and give our one. Then we'll all go around and give our two. And then we'll all go around and give our three. So I'll start because I already said it at the beginning. My number one, 1978 Halloween, the original Halloween. I don't think there's anything better than that that's ever existed, horror wise, um, in my book. Uh, whichever one of you guys wants to give your number one, go for it. I feel like I've given you enough time. Um, my number one, it's a tie because I'm going. Uh, no, you make it one, and then two will be the other one. Uh, I feel like you're no, cheating, I, Bill. I, I, yeah, you're. No, you're yeah, I, I you, you can't. can't. This isn't no. a plot synopsis. Nope. You can't cheat. You, you can only pick one. It's like a lazy because uh, uh, no, I, I can't. I, I I know it's between two science fiction things. Just pick one of them. No, it's not. <laughs> no, and my not, my number one is a tie. It's between no the ties. Ri- it's a tie. The original Halloween and the original Friday the Thirteenth uh, score. Well, there's only one Friday the Thirteenth. They just did the same thing, uh, in the I, movie. I, except for part three. All right. The original score for Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth. Okay. That's a dead. It's a dead heat right across the finish line. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Jake. I can't. I can't. Well, you know where I'm going with this one. I, obviously Halloween, but I'm going to take it to uh, Halloween 2 of 1981. Uh, the Halloween theme, obviously iconic, but I loved in Halloween 2 how it got they put more synthesizers to it and um, just made it more... Um, I, I think it just was better, And um, but I'm going to go with 1981's Halloween 2 as my number one. All right. Um, my number two... Is I I once again called out to it earlier. Love the song, "Nightmare on My Street" by by Fresh Prince. I I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's all good. I mean, I'm I'm going to stick with the original uh, score for a movie. Uh, I am going Jaws because it's iconic. Listen, you can't fault anybody for for going mm-hmm. Jaws. No, I no. I, I'm going to go with Al Cooper's. Uh, he's back. The man behind the mask. As my number two uh, all-time favorite. So it takes me to number three. So I'm going to throw one out there that we have not discussed at all today. My number three of all time, Candyman. Mm. The the music for Candyman. I think it's like Helen's theme or something along those yeah, lines. It's, it's, what it's a called. good score. It's Helen's an excellent theme. score. I, it's, it's something about, something about that just strikes a chord with me. And I love the chill, chill, the haha. And another thing we didn't talk about, which I'm throwing in now, is um, not just the Nightmare on Elm Street, but the one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Like that, the, that is yeah, up there the with me. Yeah, yeah the, the jingle. Yeah. But I go with that Candyman theme is is classic, and I don't think a lot of people. 
probably even remember that as it is right now. I do. But- and I, I remember sitting in a theater seeing it for the first time, too. Um, and how intense that movie was with that song. So, um, Bill, what's your three? My three is <laughs> you, you just kind of, you kind of led into it. Uh, my number three is, uh, the score for Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, very good. It, yeah. It's just, I, I, don't get me wrong. I love the soundtracks. I love the music, but the scores for movies, that's what does it for me because not, you, you kind of take the scores from the movie, that long drawn out chord on a cello or a violin or a, you know, a horn or whatever that intensifies what's happening. And that's why all, all of my top top three are all the musical score. I, I, you know what? I, I'm going to, I'm going to go back on something I just said. I'm, I'm going to put nightmare number three for me too. Now to be honest with you, now that I'm thinking about it and that just that, you know, I mean, it's the it's, little piano keys. It, I, I mean, I gotta go there. Man, I gotta go there it, for it, number three, dude. I mean, a score pull. I mean, scores. You know, just the intensity of the music, man, just pulls you in. Yeah, I mean, don't I, get me wrong. I, I love the soundtracks. I really do. Um, but a good musical score, man, that that pulls you in like nothing else. Nope. Uh, uh yeah. That I, I have to change that. That's my number three. Jay, what's your number three? So I'm glad you kind of. You guys all kind of went through like the Friday Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, things like that. So I can kind of do something a little different. So kind of going on the theme of like your Halloween <laughs> and uh, your tubular bells for Exorcist and thing. There's a movie out there that actually has very silently has a phenomenal uh, score, and I'm gonna go with the Phantasm series with Phantasm Two actually. Because Phantasm 2 actually did what Halloween 2 did with more of the synthesizer from what they did with the original Phantasm. But the horror movie theme for Phantasm is phenomenal. And I know I've used phenomenal a lot tonight. I just I love <clears> music. <throat> but check out Phantasm 2. Uh, the score for Phantasm 2 will uh, blow your mind. No, I, I, I'll check it all out. Yeah. It's been on the wheel the last couple of weeks, so maybe one of these days it'll win. And well, we'll it, watch yeah, it. if we just got to knock Bill off the wheel, it'll we'll be all right. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, that's that's all I got for for the music episode for our our special Thanksgiving drop podcast. Um, I, I appreciate everybody out there, kind of you know listening, um, listening in, spending some some extra time with us. Hopefully, this was enjoyable. Hopefully, this jogs some memories for you. Um, hopefully, you go back on YouTube or wherever and just start listening to some of these you know classic hits on on your way into wherever you're going. But Jay, anything you got? Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, this music hits very home for me. I even outside of you know horror movies and things you know, that we, we go day by day, like music is something that keeps me going. It's always kept me going, you know, whether I'm going to work, going wherever I'm at, like music is just something that's always been with me. Talking about the music that we, that we see in the horror movies that, that brings these movies alive. It, it just, it, it takes it to a whole new level. And to be able to sit here and actually discuss this, and 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 give the music of these movies the what it deserves. It's it's a great thing, and you know I, I know for a fact that every single person that's going to listen to this podcast will absolutely one hundred percent agree with us. Without everything we've talked about tonight, these movies are nothing. Yeah, without the soundtrack, man, nothing's no, nothing's what it is. Nothing. I mean, in our listeners are going to look at different movies and go, I really like this score. It may not be something that we've discussed tonight, but for them, a different movie is definitely going to have a different allure to them. A different song might pop in their head and say, I relate to that song in this movie, which is all good. I mean, nobody's going to have the same exact opinion as us on anything, and they're gonna they're gonna love a, a different soundtrack for different reasons than we like what we like, and that's the best part about music. That's the best part about movies is like enjoy it for what it is, man. Unless it's so. Halloween three, true. You exactly. know what though the the score for Halloween three was really good though. 
Yeah. I, it, I, wait, I, hold, you I know what? Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. I will say this is in doing the research for tonight, God help me. Um, this or Halloween three is one of the top five rated soundtracks score wise for movies. Wait, did you hear that, Mike? Which fucking... I already said that. I said it's rated high. Like, All right. I know it's up wait, there, wait, but it's it, bad. It, it, the it's... scary part is the fact that it's the top five is a holy fuck moment. Fuck Listen, scenario for me, and I don't get it. Aliens I mean, top I mean, 100 horror movie. What are you going to do? Hey, you know what? The, wor- the worst... <laughs> you know the funny part is, Mike, is... For Halloween three, we said how annoying the soundtrack it, was it's for a us. Tone, it's a only the jingle, jab. only the jingle, the jingle, and, and I agreed with you guys. Uh, the jingle, the horrible. jingle no, the music, was annoying. No, the music the was music. a tone deaf version of I, Halloween. I, I, I know, I know, right? And I but agree the, with you, the, Mike. The music, I mean, it was still John Carpenter, and he brought in Alan Howarth, which actually took over for the, all the other Halloweens. Regardless, yeah. Mike and I both thought it was painfully torturous. But at least it was a horn movie, Bill. Take us home. Take us home. <laughs> hey, Mike, you got anything else? I'm good. Jay, anything else? No, nah, man, I'm good. Toe tag it and bag it. <laughs>